for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast with over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, all of those links can be found in the description below. We still don't have Facebook back yet, by the way. I I don't know what's going on with there. But if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can by telling your friends, telling your family about this PlayStation pod. And if you are listening on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now, Max... Yo. I don't I don't know whether this technically counts as like some inside shit because that nothing's been uh, laid down the ground yet. However, now you remember about two weeks ago when we sat here and we had a big old chat about uh, about the the backbone and how it's really cool and and how it's all tons of fun. You mean how you had a chat? Because I because I got I, I nerded out it real hard about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, vague, I vaguely remember vaguely, something to that. Yeah. And then the next, it's really night. hard to tell when you talk about stuff because most of the time it's about your TV. So I just kind of zone out when you you're like shilling for things. That was a good record. I didn't even mention it that time. You just buried me on news reviews. But uh, so on Monday when I had uh, Ange over and he brought his. Uh, backbone one i dicked about with it and and then i played the backbone oh no no and and i and i just kissed it was fine uh <laughs> uh either way i took a bunch of dumb photos with the backbone put them on twitter tagged them it was an absolute laugh a couple of days later i get a lovely email from the pr team or the one of the marketing uh, uh companies that are working for the backbone being like hey man how you doing and thankfully, it wasn't a cease and desist. So that's certainly step number one. So Max, it's very possible that we may or may not get to fuck around with some backbone ones. That'd be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool. The only issue is you have an iPhone and I have an Android. <laughs> well, works for me. Success to Betson. Either way. But yes. Oh, how's everyone in the chat? What's up, Taz Holes? What's up, Buddy Watson? As you know, we're live on the Twitch each and every week as we record the show, which means we get to chat to the people uh, as we record the show, which is going to be fun because we've got, we've got some things to talk about today, Max. There's some things that are in the new stuff. There's games we've been playing, but we always start the show each and every week with how you been? <laughs> shit talking. Yeah, we, we um, just talk shit for about 45 minutes. How long's the show? About an hour. Have I been? Yeah, it's been it's been a pretty cool week. I have done not much apart from game and watch TV. I nice. I finished, I started and finished all of Sandman on Netflix. Oh, how was it? Fantastic! I started and finished all of season eight of 
Brooklyn Nine Nine. Wait, I got Netflix. I got the adver- I got the notification today that it was live. Have you watched it all today? No, I got it yesterday. I watched oh, okay. it all yesterday and today. There's only eight episodes. It's very very Whoa. short. Why only very- eight? You'll see. Are they dropping? Are they dropping half seasons? Is that the point, or is it the whole no. season? Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, I this is it's... the no, this is the end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is <gasps> oh, I don't think I can watch <laughs> it. Mm, so, uh, is, is, am I gonna cry? Am I gonna cry, Max? Good. It's very good. Am I gonna good. cry? Yeah. Fuck. Ah, oh, I've I've cried at enough TV shows I, all the time. I don't need to do it more. Other than that, we haven't done too much. We went and. Oh, house update. Our house has oh. a roof now. Hey! <laughs> and the, the bricks are there to, to start building the outside of hell, said house. Hell That's lovely. cool. I did this less than ideal uh, Alice in Wonderland themed scavenger hunt throughout Geelong on Saturday. It was basically Pokemon Go in Alice in Wonderland. It was very kind of tame. That about two hours of my life it was one of those like yeah those geocaching sort of scavenger hunts. yeah but, but had no geocaching whatsoever it was literally it was literally like playing pokemon go oh and instead of spinning poke pokey stops you'd spin alice in wonderland characters okay sure it was fine it was fine it only cost 10 bucks 10 bucks ain't too bad so that was all right other than that not much this weekend or this week what about you uh, let me see. What did I get up to this week? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, mostly just work. Uh, even though, even on the weekend I worked as well. So yesterday, time of recording on the Saturday, I did, uh, head up to a expo in the city. It's called the Care Expo. The, uh, it's a, an expo designed for individuals that are, pardon me, that work in support services. So it's a great way if you're someone that had to uh, get supports for a family member or a friend or yourself, you go to the expo and get all the information you need. So Paris and I went there to to show to show off Gamer. So for those who don't know, my day job is I run a, a, a program as part of a company called GenU, where we use gaming hobbies, uh, which include console games, tabletop role-playing games, uh, board games, content creation, you name it, uh, as a form of uh, socialization and skills building for those that are on the autism spectrum. Uh, neurodiverse or have mental health challenges so we went there to be like hey this is what we do and uh, it was really cool except for the fact we were booked at 9 15 in the morning on a saturday um and, and the things the doors opened at nine so we spoke to like seven people so that was pretty cool i suppose so next year we're gonna fo- next time we're gonna fight for a better spot because that's a pretty garbo spot you know it's a bit poo Mm. But other than that, like that was pretty fun. So uh, yeah, work has been work has been work. Um, not a whole lot. I, we went to Gameology after the expo yes uh, on yesterday, which allowed me to pick up some more miniatures for Marvel Crisis Protocol. I picked up the Deadpool box that comes with Deadpool, his taco truck, uh, and Bob, Agent of Hydra. So I got them built and primed, and I might paint them sometime this week. But uh, let me think. What else did I get up to this week? Oh, I did have a wrestling show this week, which threw threw me out. Was that last week? No, it was on Wednesday. No, it was on Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> it was on Wednesday. So yeah, uh, the wrestling company that I work for, they did their Matt Earth Society, which is the where they just go to some random venue, put mats down, and fight. Uh, it was at a barbershop. It was fucking dumb, and it was absolutely awesome. Much love. But anyway. 
that's not about that because like I'm trying to like uh, I can't remember anything that's happened this week because all I can think about right now is a game. So let's get to the section where we where we talk about what we've been playing this week and the first one that comes to my head and there's a second one and I'll get to it. It's Cult of the Lamb. This game is fucking awesome. So straight off the bat, uh, we were provided a code by the team over at Power Up PR. So big thank you to them. And uh, even if we didn't, I would have bought the shit out of this. So the way, like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to lay down at least how I read it or how I interpret the game. And then you, you can all correct me yourself, including Max. So the lamb, the, the cult of the lamb, you play a lamb who is the last lamb to be sacrificed due to some prophecy. And by doing so, you end up in like some afterworld where there's some some bad dude who's like, ha jokes on them. You were supposed to die. So now you're going to go back, create a cult under my power, and then destroy all the four bishops that sentenced you to death. Deal done. That's the story. And then you come back and you recruit followers and you sort of build your army and then you gain... Da -da 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 -da. I can't... I, I don't think I can ac accurately describe the genre that this game is all i can describe are the influences that make this game these little things that pop up in this game made me go ah it's got binding of isaac inspiration it's got farming sim inspiration it's got uh oh shit what's it called not slay the spire there's that uh, it's it's, got, it definitely has is slay it slay the spire oh yeah cool there's a uh, yeah slay the spires yeah. on there as well i could i i get that one another game mixed up which is awesome. It's got, yeah, Stardew with a bit of fishing, bit of farming. It's got like people management. There's like a, but there are so many things about this game and every single one, every single part of it is great. Like there is no, like, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in that we are the sum of our influences. We have, uh, we have every, like we are built up of all the things we've experienced and, and we've seen who did that, the other. And there's nothing wrong with wearing your influences on your sleeve, like knowing what has what what has assisted you getting to where you want to be. And I look at this game and I see this game knows exactly what its influences are, and we're going we're going to pull from them, and we're going to make something brand new and amazing. And that is what the Cult of the Lamb is. And what I love about this game, Max, even better, is that last week I was like, nah. Mm. This was like my most anticipated game for this week. And you're like, eh. I was like, eh, no. Nah. And the second that I've played it, I'm like gen genuinely blown away. This game is fucking amazing. Max, your turn to gush and then we'll just like, you know, smooch this, smooch, smooch this game endlessly. <laughs> so I've been referring to it as a roguelike micromanagement sim. <laughs> that is a much better description than the one that I gave it. So, uh, because like you mentioned, you've got a micromanager and cult. Um <clears throat> You got certain things you have to do uh, that benefit you from doing each day. So, like giving sermons to your cult allows you to upgrade your cult. Collecting um, the the prayers of your followers, doing little side quests for for your for your followers. Some of them are really cool. Some of them, like, hey, my, my wife's been captured. Can you go save her? She's in X location. Or can you, you just go collect me ten flowers? Or go collect me ten flowers? Or Hey, I feel like uh, playing some practical jokes on some of the other guys. Can you uh, cook them some poop? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. You but could say the, no, but it's not. You could say no, but when you say no, you lose 35 faith. And faith is one of the big things in the game. You have to keep it up. Same with hunger. 
and you want to keep your like your sanitary like how sanitary your your keep clean is keeps up. you clean you know you, you gotta keep them clean so you have to manage all these all these things and then if you accept the quest you've got a time limit and if you forget about it you lose the 35 faith anyway which i've done a few times i've forgotten that i've had them <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I spend, I, I've played this game for about five hours so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on, the, I've beaten two of the four bishops. And I spend half of my time just doing the micromanagement sim stuff. And the other half, I'm probably doing the, um, I'm doing the roguelike experience, going through the different uh, areas similar to like Binding of Isaac or any, games like that and killing the monsters and, and progressing the story it's real good it's so good it's, it's I, real good see because i'm i'm at like so the way that the game the game does have a day night cycle does it do it does a collective day sort of thing so you have a rough idea of how quickly you get things done etc so i think i'm pretty much on like day 35 ish like late day late 30s and i can tell you hands on heart that like 25 of them i've spent just managing my people so whether that be you know building their houses so they have an how many how many, follow, how many followers are you sitting on at the moment like 17 18 okay but i've had a couple die of old age so i have to now re- replenish my call i've never let anyone die from old age when they get old and they come to me and be like hey i've got like a couple of days left to live i sacrifice them Oh, well, I, uh, I did. Well, th- I let them go to, I pr- perform the ritual and let them ascend. Yeah. You were there. Don't sacrifice them. You ascend them. They, that it's the good faith. But yeah, <laughs> I, I had to say, but there's one of them that I did that way. And the other two, cause I, uh, uh, I went out. So the main, the, the main management part of the game is resources, right? So you need to get your, like, your, your stone, your wood, your, your gold, your meat, etc. Right. So I have then gone out into the, the wilderness to do these different resource runs and I come back and they're just dead because they were old when I left. And now that I've opened up, uh, I've taken out the first boss. So I can now run that first area like through three times in, in a row yeah. and then I can come back. So I just fuck off and do the three times in a row, come back, look after my people. I'm like, hey man, hey, I, you know, I pass on, uh, you know, faith and uh, was it? it's like uh, I, uh, 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 I bless each of them. I'm like, hello, Mr. Bunny Rabbit, bless Oh, hello, Mr. Mr. Wolf. Bless. Hello, dear. Bless. Uh, and then I kind of just like make sure their farm's all good. And your head's coming off camera, by the way. Shift yourself. Right. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I go and I you know, do all that sort of stuff because I just kind of had such a good run. And and then I go to a little fishing spot and I fish for a while. Because you don't fish for a couple of days. They, I, I, I don't know whether there's a cap, but they just keep the fish just keep coming. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cut you off real quick. Uh, German in the chat. I missed the start. Call for the lamb. Yay or nay? It's a hard yard. Yay, yay dude. Hard Absolute yay. Like unquestionable yay. Like we've named the episode Call to the Lamb a game of the year contender. A game of the year. Not even a contender. It is a game of this year. That, that's very vague but it is one of the best games of 2022 i can promise you that and uh you know look the only thing that could possibly derail this as my number one is god of war and that's even if it comes because we don't know there's another game that's looking forward to that's now in february so but uh yeah it's 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 so damn fucking good like i i, I know we've not we've we're not really providing the most uh, uh adjectives um, it's just more of, uh, uh, just us gushing about it, but I'm really, really enjoying it. Like you can, uh, 
It's all the micromanagey stuff. See, if I was to explain this game, I would believe that this game is the perfect mesh of what you love, Max, and what I love. Mm. So this is the ultimate mm. Ryan and Max game. The Betson and Max game. We always talk about what, what, you know, oh, that's a Max game, that's a Betson game, this, that, the other. It's interesting to have them mesh together because you and I like really different things. Because you're not really into the farming like I am. You're really into like roguelike stuff where you just kind of grind for loot and shit. I am okay with it. It's not really up there for me. But for me, that grind is what then fuels my farm, which fuels my people and my management. And then, you know, vice versa. I, I, I just... I, I just can't. It's just too good. And like, I like personalizing my cult, uh, you know, because I'm uh, lazy. I couldn't think of a name. It was either going to be the cult of the butt. Um, and then I went with the cult of pop instead because it kind of works with the name of what we do. What's your cult's name, Max? Well, the one that I wanted doesn't fit. Oh, what'd you want? <laughs> I, I, I tried to do possessed angels. Oh, that's... It doesn't fit. It's too big. Oh. <laughs> so I just, I just randomly generated a name. So, what'd, you, uh, what'd you end up with? Can't have what I want. I think it's like endless something. Oh, okay. Uh, I could probably could have just called it pop culturist and got away with it, but I, I wanted to call it the cult of something. Um, and then, so I found for a while, I had a real hard time with the micromanagement stuff because I screwed up my early game upgrades. Oh no. So the way you get upgrades is once your followers uh, pray to your totem enough and you, and you gather all that stuff, you can unlock a building. You get to unlock one building each time. And I've gone up the farming path. I want to be able to mm. provide food, like food and wood and all that stuff is, is sometimes hard to come by. And now I have this issue where there's a fucking ton of dickheads in my cult that are dissenting and I've got nowhere to put them. But mm. now I'm, I'm trying to like power level myself so I can get like the prison and the confessional box and like brainwashing stations. <laughs> yeah. So like, this is, this is where my advantage. So the way I like to play games, especially with skill trees, I kind of like to even it out as I go across, mm. which normally ends and leaves me having none of the top end shit because I just run out of fucking points. I never funneled down one path particular mm. specifically. And I, pardon me, and with this, I did look ahead and my eye, the way, the way the different systems in this game operate is you, you have, you really have like nine, 10 things to monitor. I'm pulling a number out of my butt, but there's a number of things to monitor and to gain points from. So there is, there's obviously the food, uh, there's off the top of my head, faith, food, wellness, uh, your own health, you know, whether you're going to have, you know, uh, uh, followers that that change then you also have to go and collect all your different uh, 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 blessings and all that sort of stuff there's all these different things and even within like the resource management of itself while also the the main story of, of running through these different areas to take out these bishops there's all these different things you have to consider in in essentially like what I would deem a farm simulator, like a Stardew or your Harvest Moons or your Story of Seasons, and <clears throat> that you look like you only have so much time. Now you don't have to sleep, so you can just fucking go forever. So you don't have to think, oh, I can only get so much done in a day. You can go from and keep going. But like you do have to monitor your time in the same way that I bug it off into the resource area and to where I'm fighting all the people and very binding of Isaac. Uh, 
And then, but everything keeps going. I come back. My people are hungry because they forgot how to eat without me. Like there's poop everywhere until I built an outhouse. Then they shit the living crap out of that out that outhouse. And then I was like, oh, whatever. And then I had to dispose of all the bodies and then re-bless everyone and do all my sermons. And then a couple of days are gone. And then I'm like, oh shit, well, I better go back out and get more resources. Or I'll go fishing for a little while because all the fish just seem to like hibernate, like, you know, spawn in this one area. And then if you let the go for a couple of days, it's just so many. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going, keep going, keep going, build all that up, come back, sell some of that fish or use it to make food and then go, oh, fuck it. I need to do more sermons, this, that, the other. And then I go, but it's awesome. <laughs> Everything I just said sounds like a complaint. But like what I love about this game, apart from its incredibly beautiful design, is that none of these individual things that you have to monitor seem overwhelming everything that you can do like you're not going to get hard fucked out by anything which i really appreciate like so if because if you just happen to you know skip some days of doing your summons or what uh, sorry your sermons or whatever and your faith is kind of low you're not going to have to then focus on it for days to build it back up there are ways you can just go bing 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 and it's normally back there it's it's resource demanding but you can make it happen it is a lot of that you know um that decision making, you know, like risk versus reward in some ways, but nothing is, nothing's going to choke you. And I'm playing on normal. You're playing on the same, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And like I have, I, I, as of right now, I, I don't feel too overwhelmed or too, uh, like, like, as you mentioned, too shafted in the decisions that I made, which is good for, at least for me. But, but even though you mentioned you've made these decisions around the farming side and your, your skill tree is a bit wonk, do you feel like the game is punishing you for doing that? Or do you feel like you could recover pretty quickly? No, I've, I've recovered pretty quickly. There's some things that I, as the game progresses, it, it things do get a little bit more demanding. So for instance, I'm now at a stage where birds will come fuck my crops up. Mm -hmm. So I have to start, I, I need to invest in scarecrows. Otherwise, yeah, I've done that yet. Otherwise it's just, yeah, a, a nightmare. And um, it's um, it's also not as grueling as most roguelikes when you die. So when yes. you're doing the actual runs, if you die, you lose like only half of the materials you yeah, gain. Yeah, kind of like a little tax. It goes, yeah, oh, well, try yeah. it. There are... Um, I've got an upgrade that allows me to uh, focus and I can just leave the dungeon at any time and go yeah, back I've to my base. And then you can you lose a little bit of your resources that way, but it does give you the benefit of like piecing out, which is which yeah. is nice. Because um, at certain each of the bishops so far, during certain points of your run, they'll be they will curse your cult. So the first one did something I can't remember what the first guy did. The second guy makes sure makes all your people hungry. He's just like, hey, you get, you need food. Uh, the third guy just just straight up makes them sick, <laughs> so you've got to go back to base and, and rest them. Because if you don't, if if they're sick, they will continue to try and work. Yeah, but they will die within a day or two. Yeah. But if you rest them, or if you use the the, the med bay, I have a med bay now. So, um, they will they will recover, and they, they you know they they get back. To, you know, you're down for two days of, of one less guy either praying or tending to the crops or cleaning up after the other cult members but you, you know it's, it's better than trying to deal with dead bodies and because you the, the choices for the dead bodies are like you said you can you can bury them in a pit 
or you can harvest them for resources. But your faith goes down if you harvest them for resources. So you've it's that it's that management of yeah, you know, it, it does kind of like are you going to be a... food more than I need faith, or do I need faith more than I need food? You've got to balance those things, and obviously, you know, we didn't we haven't touched upon the rituals that you can do uh that just increase faith so um i just unlocked one before so i can i can marry people now yeah no 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 no, no. have you done it yet no not yet okay spoilers you (laughs) you don't like people you don't make people get married you get married Uh and you can marry as many of your cult fault members as you want (laughs) however there is now an additional stat they get jealous of each other so that create it's a, it, it creates more dissent because I, they get fa- they, my, they get aggressive at you it's awesome my favorite ritual at the moment is um bountiful harvest and it just instantly maxes out all plant all seeds that you've planted yeah. so i plant like a hundred seeds and then just go do the bountiful harvest and all my shit grows at once and i just <laughs> harvest everything <laughs> and then i've got food until that's back off cooldown because all the rituals have a you can only use them like once every couple of days I like the feast. I just go feast, and everyone's not hungry anymore. I'm like, <laughs> and I fuck off for a week. <laughs> but no, it's great. Uh, the the team here, I can't think off the top of my head. Is it Monster Magnet or Monster something? The Maximum Monster or whatever the team's called. Uh, Aussie team, aren't they? Huh? Aussie team, aren't they? I believe they are an Aussie team, and they are. They have absolutely smashed this game. Is on. It's it, I can't words about how good this game is. So. Look, it's one of those things that we're going to have to see it through because it's like right now we're like it. You know what? It's one of those things. You, I don't yeah, even massive, massive monster. Massive monster. There we go. Like I don't even know what the end of this game's going to be. Like you know what's going to happen. Thank you, Puck. Massive monster. But even if I never see the end of it, and I just piss fart around with my cult for this time, and yeah, Melbourne too, <laughs> it's already going to be better. This is already better then you know it's as i said like i've talked about how i've come and gone in the last couple of months around excitement for games etc and nothing's really jumping me and grabbing me but i don't know what it is about the cult of the lamb but it is it has grabbed me and it's all i want to do which doesn't happen often for me like, like especially lately when it comes to games like even you met you messaged me today max and you're like playing a lot of cold lamb today i'm like i know isn't it awesome <laughs> well, I, got, I, I got on today earlier today to um to do the news doc for tonight and then i ended up playing cold lamb for two and a half hours and didn't do the news doc i was like ah well whatever yeah <laughs> I, look i knew what i knew what i had planned for today so yesterday i did all the shit i had to so i did the presentation then i came home i scrubbed the living fuck out of my bathroom did some cleaning up around the house this at the other so i knew that today i could go <laughs> and I did exactly that. I, I like I did. I was hoping to sleep in, but my brain woke me up early. And then I was like, "Ooh, I, I got to do some running around." So I went to Bunnings. I did the things that I had to do, and then I came home. And then I just played Call of the Lamb for like four hours plus or something. I don't know how. I actually have no idea how long it's been. It's it, it's 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 been a, it's it's it says on the save menu. <clears throat> it's been a long time since I've just gone. Oh, cool! And I've just sat and played a game mm. for an extended period of time. My, normally, my ADHD doesn't let me anyway, but uh, a little, let alone getting uh, enough buy-in in a game to to do that. It's just this game is absolutely remarkable, remarkable. Any, anything you want to touch upon before we 
Can we jump to another game? No, you've pretty much covered it nicely. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's so good. So, so good. But <clears throat> one of the other games I did play this week was Two Point Campus. Uh, so I picked this game up off the store when it dropped on Tuesday after a couple of days with no internet. Uh, I did <clears throat> finally buy it. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, fun fact: uh, both Mac, because Max lives down the road from me. Uh, turns out someone uh, was digging and uh, cut the internet pipe, and for HF for the cable internet here in Heighton, and uh, the the pipes then proceeded to leak internet everywhere, and and yeah, we were out of internet for three days, two and a half days, a bit. about thirty six hours at least. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where I'm like, man, I forgot how good internet is, eh? Yeah, it's really hard when all your internet, all your TV runs off internet. You have What's to one of those things? Like all my old DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, like are in boxes. Like and cause since I've moved, and like I don't have access to them, and I'm like, ah, what the fuck do I watch? So I just stared at the wall for a couple of hours. And- what are <clears throat> <throat> yeah, but I ended up playing a uh, uh, rock band for a while, which was awesome fun, by the way. Uh, we'll get back to Two Point Campus. So I played Rock Band 4 on the PS5 for a while. Game's still mint. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, but uh, it was really cool because I haven't played it in... How long have I lived here for? Eight months minimum. Mm. Picked it up as if I never stopped. Drumming, same. Guitar, same. And I'm like, wow, I've wasted so much of my life playing this fucking game. Cause I'm just like busting out expert, you know, da, 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 drums expert plus. Cause I've got the, the, uh, the, the symbols and stuff. I'm like, man, I really should just play real music. I bet I'd be way worse at it, but yeah, no, it was good. Cause I did invite you, Max. I was like, come play the, the rock band. I thought about it, but then you were like, I'm going to, you know, watch 17 hours of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Me and my wife watched, uh, Lord of the Rings fellowship. Nice. Extended. Yeah. Extended. Took oh. us two nights. Yeah. <laughs> so when was the last time you smashed some rock band? Years, oh, right? Oh, no, you no, picked it up semi-recently, yeah. remember? No. Yeah, I, I played it oh, probably a couple of months ago. Mm. Good fun. It's good fun. But so is Two Point Campus. So, Two Point Campus is the sequel from the Two Point, Deve- uh, two point is the name of the developing team, uh, follow-up from their Two Point Hospital. So, in the same way that Two Point Hospital was essentially a uh, newer version of the uh, theme hospital games from back in the day, same concept. Now it's a campus. Now it's a university. So rather than running uh, a hospital, running a campus. Tons of fun. So it's a little bit different in that it's not... Like it is ongoing, but it does have that yearly structure to it where the hospitals just keep the hospital running all the time. This has an academic year, here to here. So you need to achieve certain things within that academic year and then you get to use the summer holidays to really like expand on this, expand that, the other. So although you're making little hot fixes throughout the year, like adding, you know, various items that are requested, building extra things, this, that, the other, but the back end of the year is because you kind of get like a nice money dump, like tuition fees, et cetera, at the end of the year, which then allows you to expand and uh, add more classes, uh, add more rooms, this, that, the other. And it's it's just more of that fun management style of game that I'd turns out I have a real hard on for. So the two games that I spent most of the time this week playing were uh, me, resource and management games. <clears throat> and I'm not even mad about it. It's uh, so very similar to that of two point hospital. It's all, it's all silly. 
you know, there's different names for different uh, courses. Like the first one you do is Scientography, uh, which is a science-ography. It's, it's an interesting one. And there's a virtual reality one, which has a silly name, and then it just keeps getting dumb. And there's a couple of different things about it that are, that are, that are kind of probably aren't needed, but I get why they're there. So they do kind of have this campus radio where they have uh, someone who does all these little, you know, quick quick whip sort of stories and uh, quick wit sort of stories, I should say. Uh, and it's like, oh, okay, the first time it was funny. It's kind of not landing so much now. All right, keep going. All right, you're done. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Um, then there's a little like a woman that speaks to the announcer, like, you know, attention all students, just a friendly reminder that I am not your mum, And, you know, just, just dumb little things like that. And they're kind of okay. They chuckle, but, eh, you know. It is really good. I am really enjoying it. I, do, I, I don't have the same level of like enamoredness that I had for Two Point Hospital, but probably because it's just early days. Um, as they open, as I open more classes, as I see more cool things, and I see more of those creative ideas, I'll probably start to enjoy it a lot more. I think. But uh, look, I've talked like nonstop for what feels like an hour. Max, what have you been playing outside of the Cult of the Lamb? Outside of Cult of the Lamb, the only other game that I've been playing is Escape Academy. What the hell is Escape Academy? Uh, so it's basically uh, kind of um, a point-and-click adventure, but you also can uh, move around. But essentially, they're just mini escape rooms. Uh, so the premise is you want to be the greatest escapist in the world and you go to this university that teach uh, teaches escape artists and you just do random puzzles and it's really cool um it is available on playstation as well as xbox i am playing it on xbox as it's captured games pass but it is absolutely fantastic if you're a fan of like puzzle games or escape rooms or anything like that how did you even come across this um, I'm a fan of a, of escape rooms and puzzle games, and I well, saw I know it that, like, this but like, well, I be, I just peruse game games pass every once in a while and be like, hey, let's see what's interesting, and this tickled my fancy, so I had a look, downloaded it, three, why not? And uh, it's really, really good. So I'm at the very end where um, it pits you against a fellow student, so it's kind of like a time trial, and you're doing. Um, a, a series of puzzles you have to try and race the other student who's doing the same puzzles as you mm-hmm. and uh, I have not beaten it yet <laughs> I keep playing it late at night when my brain's not not, not quite ready thinking. not quite shooting the best way yeah but um, yeah it's, it's it's fantastic if you're a fan of like puzzle puzzle style games similar to like um, what was that one that we got for PlayStation Plus a couple of months ago that was co-op only Operation Tango yeah similar to that but not split screen co-op. Okay, interesting. Very cool. Fantastic. Anything else you you've been playing? No, not really. Just just that and Cult of the Lamb. Good. Let's get that out of the way. Let's get into the section called Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot. Um, if, we're, if we're being honest, like not a not a whole lot happened, but uh, some things did step out. Some things did shine. So we'll kick off with uh, last week we we talked about the PlayStation Essential games that were coming out this month. Now we've got the extra slash premium slash deluxe titles for August. We have Bug Snacks, Dead by Daylight, 
Ghost Recon Wildlands, Metro Exodus, Monopoly Madness, Monopoly Plus, Trials of Mana, Uno, Wheel of Fortune, Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2. No classic PS3, PS2, PS1, or PSP titles are a part of the August 2022 lineup for PlayStation Plus Premium. They are all PS4, PS5 titles. All right. So, Bug Snack, surprisingly good, even though I shat on it for the longest time. Uh, Ghost Recon Wild- Wildlands is fun as long as you play with a full squad. And if it's free, people are going to play with it on their full squad. It's the best way to experience that game. So much better than Breakpoint. The list of uh, fun party games, that is a good idea. That's a good touch. I However, all the Ubisoft titles that come with Ubisoft Play or Connect or whatever the fuck the Ubisoft thing is called. However, again, a distinct lack of PS1 or PS2 games. Okay, look, I'm at this point now, Max, where look, we're three months in. Two months in, three months in. Three months in. I'm like that. We are paying for the highest tier. That highest tier, the entire selling point of that tier is the classic games. Yeah, PS1, yeah, PS2 games. And they and they're like they've they have given us dick. Nothing. So there is literally no reason to get to this tier. Just go down everyone just drop down to the fucking second tier. Everyone just get extra. Uh what extra? What's the next yeah, middle extra. one? Extra. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. It's deluxe, whatever the hell, you know, get the middle tier, right? Extra. Because as of right now, Sony are yet to deliver anything of note. Like, yeah, they gave you some at the start, but nothing since. And to make matters worse, they're trying to like, trick you essentially, or hope you wouldn't notice. They go, hey, those Yakuza games are remade PS3 games, therefore they're classics. Pew, pew, pew. No, they're fucking not, mate. Where's your PS1 games? Where's your PS2 games? So, can you fucking hurry up and get get the PS Now support here in Australia? Because we are missing out on PS3 games too. This is un- is it just me or is this un- un- unacceptable? Uh, it's a bit it's a bit shit. Like I, the only reason why I got the top tier is because I wanted to experience those PS One, PS Two titles, and I think we've gotten two so far. Yeah, outside of the and ones that came with it, it was Loco Roco and up. something else. Like we're still missing classics, like Tekken. Like we got Tekken Two, but not Tekken Three. We got Tekken Three. It's like on your PlayStation Mini. You have the ROMs. Just move the fuck. Where's your Silent Hills? Where's your where, Where's the original Medieval? You've got the new one. Give us the old one. You got Siphon Filter. Where's two and three? Even people would have finished Siphon Filter one by now. Yeah, so it's a bit it's a bit hit and miss. It's it's fucked. It's a shame. All this really shows me is that PlayStation have one hundred percent jumped the gun on this. They felt the pressure to get it done quickly. Probably because of all the leaked, the leaks, etc. They went, ah, uh, hey everyone, it's out now, and you should totally buy. Like the only you have, you know, the only way to get it is to pay for the year now, <laughs> and then not deliver anything. It's disappointing. All right, next bit. Looks like some apps are getting some upgrades, Max. So key multimedia apps on the PS5 like Spotify and Disney Plus have utilized backwards compatible PS4 code, but it looks like they'll be replaced by native PS5 versions soon. 
PS Store, Sleuth, PlayStation Game Size spotted a new version of the music streaming app on Sony's backend. Ultimately, while this is unlikely to bring many major improvements, it should be smoother than the existing version. I have the problems with the Spotify app, so this, if anything to make it better, it'll be great. A PS5 version of Disney Plus is also in testing under the codename Vader. This is actually a more anticipated update as the current version of the game streaming does not service, uh, does not provide full support for 4K playback on the console. A colossal oversight that should have been rectified already. So they do, they have like IMAX equivalent or HD or like, you know, they, they don't, it's not a full 4K. Is that like, it's a bit shit. But uh, my problem with the Spotify app is that it sometimes just forgets what song you're playing. And you go to the now playing and it's like four songs ago and you can't change it. You have to hard close the app and reset it. Um, it's it's busted. Uh, it's nothing to do with it being a PS4 app. It's just busted. But uh, not to talk about my new TV. But I, I've, I've been using the, the native nap apps on the, on the TV. Because um, I have been finding that, yeah, like for some reason, the picture is better on the TV. And I, I guess it's this, I guess it's the, the app support, right? Yeah. Has to like, even when it comes to Netflix, I'm like, eh, this looks better on here. So I watch on the apps instead. Like, could you use your, your consoles as media hubs? Yeah. 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 So is this going to, is, is this going to affect you? Not in the grand scheme of things. Cause, um, the, the TV in my bedroom's not 4K, so it doesn't really matter. It just looks how it looks. It's fine. Um, and when I'm sitting at my computer, which which is where I play PlayStation, I'll have the computer running Spotify or Netflix or whatever, mm. so I'm getting 4K regardless. I tend to not... Um, I don't use my PS5 as a as a media center. You know what I really... Speaking of media center, you know what I really miss? I really miss this. On the PS3... They had this really cool setting where you could essentially use your PS3 as a media server. So I could connect it to my PC and then I could just like go in there and go, hey, can you pull this video off my computer? And I could watch like movies and TV when that I that I downloaded without having to like get up and plug it into the console. It was awesome. And it's, I mean, there's an app for that. It's called Plex. Oh, really? You can do it. You, can do it. you set up a home, a home media server with Plex. Super easy. You just install Plex. You scan your computer. It uploads. All, it, it saves all of your um, all your movies, TV shows. It collates them for you, and then you open the app on your PlayStation. As long as they're on the same network and they're both on, it just fucking works and it streams it straight away. It's no problem. It exists. It's just Shit. an app now. Well, there you go. You know what I'm <laughs> downloading after this? Plex. <laughs> That does not if solve a, that if, problem. If you've, if, you've got a, if you've got a lot of video data on your PC, get ready for a fucking... It takes ages the first time you do it. Oh, okay. Right. It, scans, it scans everything. Oh, no. Next. Next. All right. Paying to block games. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has claimed that Sony pays publishers and developers, quote, block fees to stop them from putting their titles on Xbox Game Pass. In response to Sony's assertions that the Call of Duty franchise influences, quote, users' console choice and lacks a proper rival, the Xbox Series X maker has said Sony is stalling the company's ability to grow its subscription service. This is because of the payments made to developers that prevent them from, quote, 
from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services. These comments appear in the document justifying Microsoft's acquisition of Activision sent to the Brazilian Administrative Council for Economic Defense and as spotted by Reset Era member IDES. Sony and other third-party companies were asked to submit their thoughts on the purchase last month, which is where Sony originally made its concerns known, and Microsoft's response suggests it thinks Sony is fearful of Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft explains, quote, considering that exclusivity strategies have been the core of Sony's strategy to strengthen its presence in the games industry, and that Sony is a leader in the, distribu in, in the distrib distribution of digital games, Sony's concern with possible exclusivity of Activision's content is incoherent, to say the least, end quote. I have a number of things to say about this. All right, number one. Fucking course they are. Of course they're paying people to not go to Games Pass. Are you shitting me? And Xbox is doing the same. What's that? Is there as a tunic? That game's not coming to PlayStation for months. Because you know why? Because on Games Pass first. <gasps> Shock horror. They've kind of done the same thing. Ah! And what it feels like, this literally feels like two fucking people bitching and whining at each other. And everyone's like, well, they did it. You're like, yeah, but they did it differently. And this, that, the other. It's, it's fucking dumb. And look, I, I want to I comment on something that was mentioned in this report to, in Microsoft's response to this Brazilian thing. Microsoft essentially on the line, they were like, yeah, so look, what what we what Activision do, it ain't that unique. It ain't that amazing. They <laughs> Don't worry about it, Sony. They're not a game changer. I, um, I'm sorry then, Microsoft. If they make nothing of note, nothing unique, why did you buy them? Is they make money. They don't. They're, then they're not necessary. unique. The, the, that, sorry, that's what makes them unique. Then why not buy any? Like you have, you have studios that make shooters. Don't do you not? So if what Activision do isn't unique, just copy it and or don't copy it and do what your own shit. Why buy it? Like the absolute, like the insane level of contradiction and just hypocrisy within that statement. Because if they're like, well, if they're not important, why'd you buy them? Like, ah, we just felt like spending the money and buying Activision Blizzard. Because what they do, everyone else does, I guess. So why did you buy anybody else that's cheaper? And they're sitting here going, oh, Sony's dealing in the exclusivity market. They, in, like, they're paying people to not be exclusive. You're buying people out. How is that not the same? Like, rather than stopping one game from coming through, you're stopping an entire company from doing it. That is substantially worse. And does Sony fear, does, does Sony fear Games Pass? Fuck yes, they do. Because it's better than PS Plus. If I was PlayStation, I'd be shitting bricks about the idea of, uh, of, of Game Pass. And in the chat, MGB jumps in and goes, companies will say and do anything to stop each other. Just look at the streaming wars, bingo. Everybody's doing everything to mess with each other. And does Sony forget they had Killzone? Those games were so much fun. I'm, I miss Killzone too. Killzone is great, but Sony are correct. It's got nothing on Call of Duty. Call of Duty sells less now than it has forever. And it's still one of the best selling games of all time. Nothing unique about it, though. Nah, don't worry about it. Nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. But yeah, this whole thing about exclusivity, look, straight up, Sony are unquestionably stuck in the old way of doing things, right? They like they they essentially are wanting to perpetuate 
the old way of doing things in the old market not changing. Part of me likes that. I like I I felt that there was really nothing wrong with the old way of doing things. It to me it made perfect sense. And like I'm I'm not a big conservative guy or anything, but I'm like yeah, this system works. Game Pass, yeah, it's great. It is innovative. It is innovative. Innovation is awesome. Innovation is what will what will drive this industry forward. But I still don't think a a, a net a, a subscription style model like this is really sustainable. I I really don't. I think it actually devalues all the games that are involved with it, and like on on average, like yeah, you go oh well, I wouldn't have played this game until like I I got it on Games Pass and I've played it. It's great. But like exclusivity is essential to this whole industry. Is that good? No, but it's what it's built upon. Because the second that we remove exclusivity, why have two competing consoles? Because if if they do the exact same thing, what's the fucking need? Really? They could just talk about a hardware side of things, but console architecture is built in such a way that really internally an xbox and a playstation aren't that different well i guess it depends on what they mean by their their quote of considering that exclusivity strategies have been at the core of sony's strategy to strengthen its presence in the games industry is that them talking about Sony paying to have exclusives or Sony having their own exclusives that they're not willing to put everywhere else because they own those they own those developers, they're Sony developers, therefore they're only going to be on Sony. So Xbox are like, well, we need more developers that are only Microsoft, so we're going to buy Activision and we're, we're making those games exclusive much the way that Sony make their games exclusive. Then, What's the real dish? Then What's their the argument issue? is instantly invalid. They're penalizing Microsoft, PlayStation, Microsoft are penalizing PlayStation for something that they are also doing. It is, it's going, uh-uh, I know you are, but what am I? It's essentially what is going on here. And yeah, it's, I know. It's, I know, oh. I know. They're doing that. If you can do it, why can't we? Yeah. You, ha- you have this. You have all these great exclusive exclusives that we don't have access to. Why can't we do the same thing? Why are you trying to block our purchase? But even then, what you're already doing. Oh, no, no. But on the other side of things, right? Microsoft, I sent like they essentially own, like they they are PC, right? Mm. So they aren't. Like when they go, oh, we're cross-platform, we're not exclusive. You run two of the three fucking platforms, the main platforms for playing games, PC and and Xbox. And I'm, hey, I'm done. I'm not saying that. I don't so agree the point with I'm making, no, 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 no. So the, the whole the whole notion that PlayStation need to open up their stuff more to other companies because we're doing it over here. You're shaking your own hand. It's but not I mean, impressive. That's not their argument but, here. No, though. no, I'm, I'll get there. But PlayStation are now putting their things on PC. Hurrah, we that the other. Cool. I, I have no issue with that. More people playing PlayStation games, fucking awesome. But the whole idea that PlayStation just go, hey, we are just going to buy the exclusivity rights for this one game. Whatever your next game is, sure. Like, it's it, they work in smaller exclusive windows, individual items. They don't like, so if you were to buy a, a fucking dozen eggs, PlayStation go, I'm going to buy two of those eggs. Where, where Microsoft is, 
I'm going to buy the whole eggs. I'm going to buy all dozen of those eggs. Why? Because I have the money to do so. And then we'll share them around to just our friends. Is that not worse? That is substantially worse than just buying exclusivity rights for a couple of things. I'm sorry. It's so much worse. Am I wrong? Like I said, it, it, it depends on the viewpoint of how they're looking at it. Like it, it really is because like I said, you know, Sony is very set in their, their exclusives with all their studios. Microsoft realized that the studios that they already have can't compete. So they're buying something that could compete. No, no. Because, like, okay. because the issue, the issue is, is like you say that you, your issue is with them buying them, but if they were to buy exclusivity rights to all their games anyway and not purchase the company itself, you'd still have an issue. No. So you'd have no problem with all Activision games being exclusive to Microsoft as long as Microsoft. No, because that. because that, that's not how that works. Then they own the company. That's it's the same thing. But the idea of just having exclusivity rights to a num a couple of titles, okay, sure, why not? You know that that I'm okay, and that's what Sony are doing. They have their own mm. internal studios, and everything else is a deal about a specific game. They yeah. aren't just taking every. They aren't taking the whole ball home and going away with it. They're like, hey, can we borrow that ball for a little while? Now there are some that are like I, I would argue like the Square Enix deal, etc. That's a little bit fucking weird because they should already have been like. Final Fantasy VII Remake should be on Xbox by now. And I don't know why it's not. It should be. They had their window. Okay, fine. But what I also... And we're getting to the bigger bigger conversation here. Is that, you know... Play, uh, they're commenting on PlayStation's business practices and their negative impact on the market. I'm sorry. The merger and acquisitions uh, trajectory right now is substantially worse in the long run. Because... If, if Microsoft set that precedent, which they have, suddenly you, you like your 10 cents, you know, and, and your embracer groups, everyone that just starts buying up everything and then there's nothing left. That is a way more dangerous, a way more gross way, like path for this market to take. And that's what they're setting up here. They're going, oh, I... Oh. This response, the attitude, like the delivery of their attitude right now is talking about the, the now without really considering, I believe, the future. The idea of like, oh, well, they can't do it because it, it, it impacts us now. Not thinking of what, what this decision will do in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. But the, the, this, like, in the same boat, like it, it's a, if PlayStation were go because the rumor mill right now, Sony's gonna buy Square Enix. I'd I'd be just as shitty if they did the same thing. If in three weeks from now and a month from now they go Sony buys Square Enix, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop it! Stop it! Stop buying everything. It's not it's not about just seeing how many studios you can put under your umbrella. It just it's the same concept around like the the Discord thing, right? Microsoft went, we're going to buy you Discord. And they went, no. And Microsoft and PlayStation were like, we're going to invest in you. And they went, all right. And then Microsoft got support first. In theory. 
<laughs> I mean, it, and in it practice, be, but we haven't seen what. Yeah, it. it's still there. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I, I am not smart enough to truly understand all this fiscal stuff, but I, I at least have a what I would consider some sort of idea around business, at least a little bit. And it's it just it just reads like two spoiled kids yelling at each other, and they've both done wrong, and they're both continuing to do wrong. But they're just doing wrong from different angles. They're almost like they're both on the exact same side, but they're still yelling at each other. They both have the answer of stop doing it, and they proceed to just keep yelling. And I, and I'm, things like this, what made me cynical about this business? Hey, you like Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> <laughs> it was alright. No, um, it was really good. It's very, very good. Uh, although it is your story not mine oh shit is it my turn you wouldn't know because you're ranting for 20 minutes but yeah yeah it's sorry about that definitely, it's all right all you. ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> i didn't really enjoy the game that much but max gotta be going hard on for it and it sounds like the upcoming ghost of Tsushima movie will be presented entirely in japanese with subtitles hey subs over dubs max you, you're, i know you're happy assuming that john wick director chad sterleski gets his way speaking with collider the filmmaker explained that quote sony is on board and quote with the idea but admitted that he won't be getting a 200 million dollar budget to realize his ambition Quote, I think if we did this right, it would be visually stunning, he beamed. It's character-driven, it's got an opportunity for great action, great looks, and honestly, we'd uh, we'd to try to do it all. Thanks. All in character. Meaning, it's a Japanese thing about the Mongols invading Tsushima Island, a complete Japanese cast in Japanese. Sony is so on board with backing us on that. I've been going to Japan since I was 16. I have a love of the country, love of the people, and a love of the language. No one is going to give me $200 million to a techno- technology push movie without speaking English, he admitted. I get it. So I have to be clever and I have to figure out what what's fiduciary uh, responsible to the property, to the studio, and still get what I want out of it and still make it something epic. Again, big challenge, man. I'm actually surprisingly down with this. I think this is great. Yeah, but when you think that the biggest market for these are going to be the Western market and people don't like fucking reading shit. Nah, it's weebs, man. Like this, you know what the greatest market of this is? Weebs. And what, yeah, do, I, what, I, do, you, I, what do weebs I, always I, prefer? Subs. Subs over, over dubs, but a lot of people will get turned off this movie because they're like, I have to read? I don't want to go because it's, it's a giant neckbeard fantasy. That's the reason I'm not going to watch it. But <laughs> it's a giant no, it totally is. Let's 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 play a game where we get to live the way of the sword and be katanas and shit. But look, I'm I'm excited for the movie. Like I'm I'm excited for the idea of this movie. Like even though I I, it's not for me. The game wasn't for me. This movie's not going to be for me. And you know what? That's perfectly fine. But I love the creative idea of like we are going to essentially make a a, a Kurosawa movie, but now okay i love that that's so good yeah. one of the biggest problems that the movie industry has right now is they're stale there's no creative endeavor like it's just it's the same shit on repeat and like if that were to you know because if the if if this uh this gentleman had it uh, didn't have his way i'm sure it'd be chris pratt playing fucking jin sakai right so yeah give me an old japanese cast yeah have him speak japanese that's fucking mad yes Am I going to watch it? No. 
but I love the idea. Um, all right, Ryan, some depressing news. Ah, oh, shit. We missed the train. Ah, oh, shit. Warner Brothers has announced that Hogwarts Legacy will not be making its projected late 2022 release window. Instead, it will launch for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on the 10th of February, 2023. Once again, it fucks Ryan. The publisher oh. confirmed the news in a tweet where it said the game is being pushed back because the team needs, quote, a little more time to deliver the best possible game experience. And to fuck Ryan's draft <laughs> for a second year. Two running. years in a row. I haven't even checked what my dra- what our draft games are because I don't know where the book is that I wrote them in. I'm scared to look because yeah. I know a lot of mine have been delayed too. Two years in a row, I have been assaulted by Hogwarts Legacy. It was meant to come out last year and it didn't. It's meant to come out this year and then it didn't. It was meant to come out twice this year and it didn't. <laughs> So look, so look, this was all. This all came out as uh, over Gamescom weekend, which there are some cool things that came out, like Alone in the Dark. Fuck yeah, give me Alone in the Dark. I love Alone in the Dark, a new nightmare on PS4 and PS2. Yeah, that that is showcased as part of Gamescom. So, or is Gamescom coming up? I thought Gamescom was next weekend. Then why the fuck did we find out about Hogwarts Legacy now? It was a tweet. They're like, hey, we're not. It's not happening. Why not do it? Fucking okay, whatever. Cool. I yeah. thought it was part of Gamescom. The, the tweet with the yellow background is the way to do it. If you're going to delay a game, you fucking put a picture up with some words on it. And it's, <laughs> it's you put it in a blog post, we put it on, on social media. It's fucking standard, okay? It's a tweet. <laughs> That's all you get. Look, I am a little bit bummed about this because I do want to play this a lot. I'm so keen. Yeah. I'm still so keen. Oh, and don't be wrong. It, I'm still going to play in February. They, they put it right near fucking um, uh, that Square Enix game. Got for spoken, another trailer for that came out this week, and it looks even worse. That game is trash. <laughs> I can tell you right now, that game is going to be garbage, and no. I cannot wait to watch you play it. No, I'm gonna, I'm so keen, but yeah, Hogwarts, like, is it? I, I'm still excited for this game, except now I'm just excited in February, and that's okay. Mm. Um, the thing for me is, is February going to be as bullshit as it was this year? No. It was pretty gnarly this year. And there's, isn't there a lot of stuff already in Q1? Possibly. And if God of War gets delayed, as everyone keeps saying it, saying it is, it's going to get well, moved to Q1. You know what's going to happen? If, if depending on when they announce God of War's delay to Q1, all of those games that got pushed to Q1 are fucking coming back to Q4 this year. Yeah, it's going to scatter. Because you know they all left because no, no. God of War. No, no, they're going to leave that week open because no one's going to fuck with Skull and Bones. So... That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna leave that leave that uh, window. Like, nah, this is all skull and bones window. Everyone wants pirate Sing- games. Singapore can have this week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a game that's three years too late, so let's all let's all give it some room. But look, yeah, look, that bums me up. So I'm still really excited. And it doesn't... I was kind of hoping it would be a cool game to play over, over Christmas, you know, just kind of fun, you know, think about it. Would have been nice. Would have been great. Would have been great if we could have tied it into like September, like the year, you know, the the start of the calendar year, in mm. uh, in the Hogwarts. On a plus side, though, you'll be in your new house by then, presumably. Oh God, I hope so. And I and I would imagine you've already built your sweet Lego Hogwarts castle. So you can look over your Hogwarts castle. You can draw a little lightning bolt on your on your on your forehead. You can get your Udi on or your 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 gown. Did you have a Hogwarts hoodie? 
Harry Potter a, Lee. Yeah, if you, you put your Slytherin Audi on, you get all you know, get all you get your butter beers and you and you jump into Hogwarts. Like that actually you probably shouldn't do that because it'll be like fucking February. February's gonna be hot as balls. Like please don't put an Audi on in February, you'll die. <laughs> hey, I'll have an air conditioner in that room anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I'm sweet the just good insulation in that new house. <laughs> all right. The temperature to like 12 and put my audio on because it's freezing <laughs> <laughs> all right let's wrap this up with the quick bits uh future game show is to present around 50 games later this month hot oh, damn uh the ps4 slash ps5 exclusive for the modern warfare 2 beta begins on september 16th okay dragon ball is coming to Fortnite this week Guess who's going to have to buy some fever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is really just a fever dream of a game, isn't it? Mm. It's insane. Gotham Knights PS5 Open World is the largest Gotham, Gotham City ever in a game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and finally, Sony Activision removes the plagiarized Call of Duty skin and apologizes and saying, quote, we have the utmost respect for, the, for for creativity and content creation. Do you? We love the loyal Samoyed, but regrettably we erred in our process and uh, have removed this imagery from the game. We apologize for this misstep. Wasn't a misstep. We apologize for blatantly stealing. <laughs> We're sorry. Uh... <laughs> from the South Park meme says Park. We're sorry. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> And upcoming titles for this week, we have Rollerdrome, PS5, August 16th. Way of the Hunter, PS5, August 16th. Cursed to Golf, PS5, August 18th. Thymesia, PS5, August 18th, which I'm super keen on. That sounds itchy. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a it's Soulsborne-style game, oh. so... By, um, someone, I think. Cool. The, the, t- team 17 at doing it oh all right yeah nice nice rpg time the legend of right ps4 august 18th cloud punk ps5 august 19th madden nfl 23 ps5 august 19th saints row yeah! PS5, august 23rd and midnight fight express ps4 august 23rd oh shit that's exciting <clears throat> yeah so uh i, I put mean, it technically, uh... technically saints row isn't this week it's like two days after the week that's my bad. <laughs> That's all right. Look, so I've put in, uh, I have put in key requests for both Rollerdrome and, uh, and Saints Row. You've spoken to Play On? Yeah, man. It's Play On, right? It's yeah, not... Play On. <laughs> Koshi Kosh anymore. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty excited for Saints Row. Like, even though, yes, technically it's after next week's, next week's show. That's all right. But no, I'm itching for Saints Row. It looks dumb. Yeah, I'm totally in. But uh, Rollerdrome, I know you were keen, and I've, I've, looks, looks kind of cool. I have very low thoughts and expectations on that game, but I'm more than happy to be proven wrong. And if I play, <laughs> the struggle it, is pulling yourself away from Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, that's true. If I is, I got to get through the bishops before next week, because even, even before Saints Row, like that's going to be a problem to get that done. Because mm. unlike most roguelikes, it's not one of those ones where you're like, I'll oh, just do a quick one run or two because you've got to do fucking so much more. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of love it that way. Like, I, and I yeah. love it for it. But anyways, <laughs> that does bring us to the end of the show. Big thank you for everyone that joined and jumped in. It's much appreciated. As I say all the time, one of the greatest things you can ever do is share your time with someone. So thank you so much for sharing some of yours with us. Max, 
Well, everyone, <clears throat> this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join us in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials. Facebook at some point. Discord. Twitter is probably the best way. Instagram. My new OnlyFans. Come check us out. All those links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. Uh, we can watch us record this show live. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to uh, give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise top of course, the shop, making my shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Um, so I apologize for getting ranty this week, everyone. But what, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. And I'm going to play Cult of the Lamb. And that was the Cult of the <laughs> for the Players. <laughs>